Hello, welcome to $2 Creature Feature. It's so good to have you all here, especially if you've uh, heard our, our pilot cast. This should seem a little bit more refined than that. The pilot was definitely a test run through, and so now we should know exactly what we're doing, or at least pretend to look like we know what we're doing. I am your keeper, Keeper of Mysteries, Ray, and I have a lovely cast here, and we are going to play Monster of the Week. Monster of the Week is a game by Michael Sands and Evil Hat Productions. Thank you for this game, by the way. What this game is about is like Buffy or Supernatural or The X-Files, where a group of people know there's something a little askew with the world, and they try to figure it out, meanwhile, by battling monsters and beasts. This podcast is set in the 1960s in a carnival. If you're concerned about the time setting and thinking, okay, well, I don't want to hear, you know, blatant racism, sexism, ableism, anything like that, uh, that's not something we're about. And it's something that I try to avoid directly addressing because I don't think I'm the right person to be addressing like something like that. And especially in times like this, it's fun just to tune into something that is a little bit more fun. Um, there's, you know, not going to include that. And, uh, before we go any further, uh, I think it's time that we introduce the cast. Um, I am Ray. I am, as I said, the keeper of mysteries. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be taking the role of the world around the players. So, uh, the characters I play will have a very broad range of their identities. I'm Laura, she, her. I am playing Dor, also she, her. Dor is the wronged playbook, which the short version of that, uh, for those who don't know, means she had someone very close to her, her twin brother, who was taken by monsters, and her life since has become a quest to get him back and get the monsters. And you will, I think, hear a little bit more about Dor and what she looks like um, when we get into the story. And um, I'm uh, I'm Joe J John. Call whatever, uh, call me whatever you want. Just uh, like I said today, don't call me late for dinner. Uh, it's been a while since I've eaten. Um, <laughs> I use uh, they them he him pronouns, and uh, I play Sybil the Hex. And as the name suggests, she likes to hex things. Think Willow from like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Slayer, not Slayer. Slayer, Slayer. Yeah, that's uh, that's 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 me. Uh, yes, best best for last. Uh, I'm Nye. I use he/him pronouns. Uh, I am playing uh, Nemo, who has this voice because I did it in the pilot, and now I'm stuck with it for the rest of this entire campaign. Uh, and uh, he's also he/him, and he uses the monstrous or monster playbook. So I am a uh, one of the creatures of the dark, one of the monsters that has. Uh, switched sides so to speak i fight for the good guys now let's get some thank yous out of the way uh as i said i want to thank uh, michael sands for coming up with the monster of the week uh game system it's one that not only have i enjoyed in this podcast but uh i've i've played a lot of fun around with uh some of my friends at my home game um and evil hat productions for uh publishing and releasing the game I want to thank Q Times for uh, hosting us. I really appreciate everything that Jake and them do. And I want a special thanks to uh, Sam Richardson, 
who came up with uh, the world that we are playing out of. Sam came up with the world. Sam played this world with uh, some people in a, a setting called P Pest Control, and we're all big fans of it. So uh, we decided we would, you know, make this fan podcast that has been picked up, and we're really excited to bring it to you. Um, you do not need to have watched it so far, the, the Pest Control arc. Um, if you want to start with us, um, that's fine. Uh, there should be a lot of references to different things, but it's nothing that you need to know. You can find that uh, podcast at uh, bit.ly uh, forward slash fight the monsters, capital F, capital T, capital M. And the last thank you is to William White, who not only was in the original Pest Control podcast, but they also edit, and they came up with our amazing theme song, which I love so much. And they do a lot of great stuff, and they're one of our close friends, and I just wanted to give them a shout-out. William Boyd made their way through the cornfield. It was a maze that uh, Thomas Bacon's father had set up for them for the upcoming carnival. It was meant to be the crowning jewel of the entire carnival and William could not wait to get out there and check it out for themselves. Tobias was meant to be out there but as it were at 9 p.m. at night William was alone. T Tobias? William calls out but there's nothing. Tobias this isn't funny. Come on. We're supposed to go through this maze together. They called, but there's no reply. William sighs and tries to make their way through, turning left at every corner, hopefully knowing that there's a trick to mazes, and that if they keep turning left, they can make it out. Eventually though, they find themselves just going in circles. So William decides that they're going to make their way through the cornstalks themselves, the exit is to the north, and all they need to do is look to the North Star. Their eyes go up to the sky, but none of the constellations make sense. They don't recognize the stars that were over once Garinger. What? A twig that snaps behind them. William looks, and something in the shadows darts out of the way. Hello? William calls out. Tobias, is that you? There's no answer. They hear another scurry to their right. William's head turns, and the small little fibers on the back of their neck stand at attention. A primal instinct reminding them that humans aren't the dominant species on the earth. William could never explain it, but they felt the sudden urge to run. Something was after them. Something was out there. And something was hungry. William sprinted through the maze, and a rustling moved behind them as they ran. One foot in front of the other, William made their way, sprinting as fast as their legs could carry them. But whatever it was, was excited. William could just feel it. The excitement, the joy of the chase. 
They fought the urge to look over their shoulder, but they couldn't resist. Dodging and weaving between sections of the corn maze, they turned over their shoulder just to make sure, just to see if they were being followed. And when they saw the creature, they screamed. You all are driving a part of a caravan, driving to the outskirts of the small town of Garinger. And in this area that's been set aside for carnivals to set up in kind of like this uh, fairgrounds that's just outside of town, on the edge of these fairgrounds are cornfields. The only person that is there waiting for you is Lex. She is the 24-hour woman of the carnival. Her job is to go one day ahead of a carnival to kind of get a feel for um, what the town <clears throat> mood is, excuse me, and to also put up flyers, uh, make sure all the permits and everything are okay, just basically set up and get everything ready. So Lex is somebody that you all um, are familiar with. She wears kind of flowy dresses. Uh, she's got shoulder-length blonde hair with very long bangs, and uh, she has kind of hazel eyes. But she's sitting out there in this field, um, waiting for you guys to uh, park and arrive and start setting up. Uh, she's leaning up against um, her Buick. And uh, so do you guys want to go ahead and take it from there? Dor is driving her own truck. Uh, silver. The truck is not silver. It's white, but has enough dents on it that parts of it look silver. And you can see behind the steering wheel, she can probably just barely see over the steering wheel and into the road. Um, she's she's pretty pretty petite, but wiry and strong. And she also has her she has dark hair that is falling in her face. So she probably has to kind of keep tossing her hair out of her eyes as she drives too. As soon as she sees Lex, she like lays on the horn, which probably goes a little bit like <laughs> <laughs> you mean it doesn't go, uh, it's not the La Cucaracha uh, sound uh, from, coming from the truck? Uh, maybe that's an upgrade she can get soon. Okay, okay. I'll, uh, I'll help you out with that. At the moment, it sounds a little bit like uh, she left the horn out in the rain too long and it died a little bit. Yeah, whenever you honk your horn, Lex is going to just like you know, do the two-handed wave because I figure Lex and Dora probably get along quite well. Dora thinks Lex is... Amazing. She knows how to fix stuff. I would be riding alongside with Dor, and as she honks the horn, uh, I get startled very easily uh, for somebody that can see uh, as far into the future as I can. But uh, when I get anxious, I start tapping a pack of cigarettes before we, we walk up to uh, see Lex, the 24-hour woman. Uh, she has a, uh, you know, she's wearing a, 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 a red hoodie. Uh, she has uh, curly brown hair that's kind of shoved underneath it. And her eyes, um, as per usual, seem to be staring off into the distance. Not necessarily seeing anything in particular, but she's looking. Yes, and I, I will also be in the vehicle. But what I adore, forgot to mention, or perhaps subtly avoided, is that it's a two-seater. So Nemo is in the wedge behind the seats before it gets out from the car. So I'm still in the vehicle. 
I've just kind of like smooshed myself beside behind everything. And it's also where like, you know, door stores the guns. I store my saber. Like, you know, it's it's but it's 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 all right, you know. Like Nemo Nemo has these kind of like he's a he's you know, about average average height for a a, a man his age, about, you know, mid to late 20s. Um but, you know, he's average everything, you know. Brown hair that's, you know, just fair length coming down to his ears. Um, the only thing that stands out is his clothes, which are about, you know, a century out of date and certainly look a century old with lots of repairs that I've carried out over the years. Um, probably folded up like a deck chair, just kind of waiting. <laughs> so he has no idea that we're about to stop. He hears the honking, he's like, ah, oh, I'm in there. Why do I have to sit back here? You're guarding the weapons, Nemo. It's like you got the most important job out of any of us. You called shotgun. That means you get to guard the weapons. Just saying. (laughs) I assumed that meant I can sit in the passenger seat, but evidently, no, it means I get to sit here. Well, you know what they say about assumptions, Nemo. Just, you know, ass, you, me, etc. Speaking of posteriors, I believe that um, something is very much close to blowing mine off. So uh, for future reference, Dor, please put the safety on the the gun. I I put the safety on. You probably knocked it off when you climbed in there. I'm inclined to believe Nemo uh, in this instance. I don't think you're as safe with that safety as you could be. I, I resemble that remark. I have, I have been, as we have discussed many a time, I have been handling this gun since I was eight years old. And that's you said, a, a you long say time you ago. you resemble that remark? Yeah. <laughs> I do. Well, at least now that we're agreed, you do, you do it's, resemble it's, that it's remark. It's a, um, it's a, it's a Three Stooges reference. <laughs> no, I know. I just love it. I figured Dora grew up only watching television with our grandparents. So that's what they watched, probably. Only washing television. Yes, yes. Hmm. Why are you honking, though? Lex! Where are we? Why did you tell me? That's what the honk was for. Yes, but you honked eight times coming down the motorway. And you said it's because you almost hit a deer. Eight times! I did almost hit a deer eight times. It's that season. It was the same deer. (laughs) (laughs) Did we cross two states? It was was, was just bounding along the road next to us. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new hunt. It's our next case. Anyway, we're, we're here. We're here. Get 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 out. Get out. Get out. We're gonna keep like waiting if we. No, if we, no, we. I wouldn't dream of it. Okay, out we get. Oh, yep. No, that's the back. Oh what? boy. Yep. Oh, okay. That's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yes. No, you go, young whippersnappers. Run around. Meet Lex. I'll just. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm. I'm good. Oh. Yep, yeah, I'm going to just catch my breath. Okay, all right. I slap Nemo on the back, uh, and I start walking towards Lex, the uh, uh, the person that's waiting for us. So, uh, Sybil, Dor, and Nemo, you all three approach Lex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, after I 
oh, I just need to work this knot out of my shoulder. Yeah, but I'll I'll be walking over. Oh, it's doing that popping noise, and it's always just uh, it's unpleasant. Door is going like. At like like not running because that's like a little kid thing to run when you're excited to see somebody but she's like walking as fast as she thinks an adult can reasonably walk um and just yeah as soon as she gets Lex like big big hand out front to give her a giant a giant handshake like an a like a like adults do yeah and like Lex is is leaning against the car like as you're approaching like as soon as like you hold out at your hand, she like goes in for the handshake and just pulls you into a hug. She's Aww. a hugger. I return it. It's adorable. Yeah, she's like, ah, oh, it's adorable. <laughs> nice. Ah, oh, it feels like it's been so long since I've seen y'all. Hey, Sybil, you still got that pack of cigarettes? Uh yeah. I I here you can have the rest of them. Uh, I feel like something bad is gonna come. Uh from these keep an eye out but here you go oh thank you and she <laughs> takes your pack and she'll pull out a cigarette and she'll flick open her her lighter and like start you know lighting up she's like so <sighs> now i need oh, to smoke good. fuck <laughs> oh yeah that's that's the reason i couldn't watch mad men you know that and like the rampant races and sexism and the blackface scene yeah but yeah. like I watched like five minutes of Mad Men and I'm like, wow, I have never needed to smoke more in my life. <laughs> I mean, it was the same for me with Breaking Bad, but you know, it's fair. Oh come on, that's uh, that's a uh... <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Wow. I just got that. Wow. Lex, Lex just like lets out a long drag and she's like. So, how was the trip? How was the ride in? So many deer. Yeah, so many deer. I think it was the same one, but I'm not sure. There was like a spot on its hindquarters. Very identified. Regardless, it was good. I, I don't think I, I saw that deer. That's... Yep. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Just, I'm, uh, I'm just working out a, a muscle. Did you happen to see all the campaign signs? The, uh, no. No, I didn't. Did the pair of you happen to see? Oh, but hello, Lex. Apologies. I hello, just, Nima. You you look like you had your uh, your hands full of you, so I didn't want to. No, I didn't no, it's, interrupt. it's quite all right. Yes, yeah. No, I know how this is. I'm the accountant, so it's like, yeah, it can't be. We can't be friends. Sorry, no, nobody. Right, yeah. No, nobody likes to see the ledgerman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. Yeah, that's fine. How did y'all miss the posters? It's like there were yay, there were like yay high, and there was a billboard D- door. I was I was in the back seat. Well, you can yeah, you can, I didn't, you can I, still look out the window. No, I could just see the roof. I I went back in. I I lay back. I could only see you the. Do the, remember the that I'm mostly blind, right? Like the eyes are mostly for show, not for seeing. Yeah. So like. Yes, no, you're you're quite literally the only person who saw it, but who's who's campaigning? Bacon. Something somebody somebody bacon. Hmm. There's a bacon party now? I would I would change if I were running for office and my name was Bacon, I would change my name. But 
Bacon goes good with everything. I mean, depending on- But it's greasy. And like, depending on your religious beliefs, it's exclusionary. And then, you know, there's the connotations of police, you know? Like, I, I just, you know, overall, I would have changed it. Well, uh, I don't know if you're voting. I mean, you could take that with the polls, but uh, yeah, um, it is the Timothy Bacon. He's the senator here of this state. He's one of them. They have, what, two or three of those per state? Right, I yes. I don't know why I'm asking Nemo. Well, y- yes, you're, you're making solid eye contact with me, um, and I, I have not learned how the politics of this fair nation works. I'm still not a fan of Bacon here, so, you know, it's just, it's whatever. Well, anyways, um, Timothy Bacon is, is actually from Geringer. Oh, right. And so, of course, he's campaigning heavy here. But whenever you go into town, just kind of uh, be a little bit respectful because there's a kid missing. Understood. As soon as you see that, you see Dora's face, like just all the blood drains from her face. Oh, dear. Uh, Do you need one of these? And she she offers you a cigarette. (laughs) Lex, 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 we have discussed about this. Yes. Yes. Dora. No. Door. <laughs> it's, oh come on! She's like she's like seventeen years old. That's perfectly reasonable. Uh, it's a perfectly reasonable age to start smoking. Like I started a few years before. Like it's it's fine. it's just like the coffee. It'll grow hair on her chest, and apparently it'll stunt your growth. But at least in uh, out of character, at least in my case, it did not. Door's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, growth is already right. stunted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I Good just nerd. it's yes, Dory. I apologize. I made a decision for you. Yes, maybe maybe it'll ma- maybe wish. it'll make me taller. Maybe it works opposite for me. Maybe if you wish to partake, I will not stop you. I I don't know why we're making jokes. Yeah, uh, a kid went missing last night. Yes, uh, yeah. you said. Um, I assume I assume this is quite recent. Yes, a, a recent yes. tragedy. Yeah, uh, it was actually not too far from here. Out here in one of these cornfields, you know, I think. Or at least that's what one of the kids I talked to in, in town said. The kid's name was uh, William Boyd, who, who went missing. Missing how? Like, what? How? From what I've heard from the uh, officials is William uh, was going to Tobias Bacon's house and never made it. So the town is rallying Mm. together at the uh, Conseco Diner. And uh, if you want to check that out, you can. I'm sure the town would appreciate it and make us look good. Like to there's like a, is there like a search operation we can join or something? Yeah, they're coordinating it out of the Conseco Diner. Okay. Well, we shall certainly have to put our names forward once the fair has been set up. Yes. Yes, sorry, sorry to be Mr. Buzzkill, but... We could let other people set up uh, a lot of everything else. I feel like we, we should uh, at least see if we can help with the search. How, how, lo- how long is it before before Mr. Savardi and the others are supposed to arrive? How much... I mean, I, mean, I know I got stuff to do before then, but I could, I could do it more quickly later, I'm sure. Because this, this seems more urgent to me. I don't know if that's how Mr. Savardi will feel. So, Dor, you feel a hand on your shoulder, and uh, Mr. Savardi is standing behind you. Ah. <laughs> uh, for those of you 
who have not heard, uh, Severus Savarti uh, looks like a good mix between Errol Flynn and Vincent Price. He's got dark hair, like oiled and slicked and parted. And he has these gorgeous green eyes, almost luminous. And a pencil-thin mustache and a very thin and well-kept goatee. Uh, and he always wears a three-piece suit. But yeah, Severus has his hand on Dor's shoulder and he says, I actually think it's a splendid idea if you go and join. Uh, it, it would definitely help our cause and make us look good. Don't worry about your duties. We can. I think we have it handled well enough now. And if we don't, I don't think we have any business being in the carnival, do you? Well, that's, that's a fair point. I can give you, I, I have, let me, let me give you the, let me, let me unlock the, the back of the, let me unlock the back of the truck for you. Um, cause I, cause, cause I know I owe you a, I know I owe you a duplicate key, but I couldn't get it. Um, so let me do that. And then, and then, and then I can help you unload for a second. And then we can go to the diner. How about that? Yes, I agree. We should at the very least make sure that our duties are ready for us when we get back. It will take no more than three to five minutes. At most, considering that I have seen what happens, Savati, when I allow you to do the the, the taxes, and it's it's not good. Well, just I'm just saying the the taxes are a little bit complicated. I mean, why can't you just you know take a certain standardized amount of money for everybody who makes you know this amount of money or any amount of money, and then you know it would be fair and even. Will it at least be even? Just one flat rate. Okay, look, yes, that's, <laughs> yes, but that's not how it works. And also, yeah, let's just... Well, we should start it. We could, it could be like a oh, uh, a fad we could start. And it could just, so, just reach out everywhere. So, yes, this is exactly why I mean you need me there, because then you don't get the taxes done. You just start talking to yourself about all the amazing things we could do. And then I have to actually write them down. I'm sorry, we're having a domestic right now, yeah, and it, it's it's very. It's, it, everybody's is, watching, oh. Debo. No, I, 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 <laughs> oh, no. I, as you, as as you're like getting deeper and deeper into this conversation, there's like just an almighty metallic crash as door lets down the back of oh. the truck. Oh, shit. Right. We'll just a jarring, just. <laughs> yeah, for for those listening, uh, Savari and Nemo go way back. And it, it is kind of odd couple business here with the like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Savari is, you know. There is a brain and, and there is a showman. And yes. I think it's quite clear who is who. Yes. Uh, I will quickly help Daw with her tasks. Um, and yes, uh, Sybil, are you. Uh, are you all okay? Yes? Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm all right. I, I, I feel like I can get everything set up fairly easily. And I wave my hands and, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, the Mickey Mouse Magician's Apprentice uh, nonsense starts happening and my tent sets itself up. And I, uh, after it finishes, <laughs> I clap my hands and dust them off. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I think I'm all right. You ready? Do you do this in front of it? Yes, that was going to be my question. But. Of course. Why else would I have the ability to do it if I didn't do it in front of everybody to show off? Okay, well, <laughs> fair. <laughs> Lex, Lex is walking, watching that, and the cigarette just falls out of her mouth, and she's like, "Ah, ah, careful! You might uh, pick that up. Uh, forest fires are are bad. Uh, Smokey tells me that. You know my friend Smokey. Like he he, he he's in the carnival." Right, like yeah, Smokey the Bear. 
he's he's a big weightlifter, you know, got a hairy chest. Everybody just calls him a bear. I don't know why. He sets his mustache on fire, like, you know, with the little smoldering embers. And we're like, dude, like, why do you do that? It doesn't add to the to the strength test. Uh, it does. Yes. I like it. Okay. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. So, yes, I'm going to go help Dor. Dor, Dor, do, do you need any assistance? Yeah, if you can, can you just get the other end of this, this plywood. Yeah. Yes, that's absolutely and, not a problem. And she, like, shoves the plywood off the end of the yeah. truck oh. into your arms. Yep. Oh, it's, yeah. oh, yes. Well, no. Light is a feather. Yep, I'm okay. Yep. Oh, lift lift, lift oh. with, your, lift with your, your legs, not your back. We've been over no. this. No, yep. Oh, no, the back. Yep. No, you're right. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've got it. Okay. Uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to, to come by because, you know, I, I do love doing all this manual labor, but... Oh, okay, I'm just going to put this down for a minute. Oh, my fingers. Oh, so. Anyway, I wanted to make sure you're okay. I wanted to make sure that the circumstances that we find ourselves in are not having any negative repercussions on you, that you're perhaps not worried. Because I want you to understand that while being worried is a good thing, it can lead to putting yourself in danger and I just want you to be clear are you okay um, I mean well, well no no but that's not good uh, sorry well it just doesn't seem like there's really an option right now though is there because there's this kid missing and we can help find him and we've been we yes. I mean if it's well, I mean we don't know why he's missing it could be any number of things it could just have gone to a different friend's house or something and maybe he decided he doesn't yes. like the other friend anymore and he's just wandering off and he didn't want to tell anybody because he was embarrassed that the other friend didn't like him anymore but it could be monsters and if it, it's monsters yes. if it's and, monsters and that, then we can then we can do something about that and if it's just if it's just he doesn't like the friend anymore then maybe we can maybe we can like help talk him through that or something we could do that too yes no I I completely agree I just want to make sure that it's not going to harm you because as much as I want to save this child's life I don't want to jeopardize your safety I just want to make that clear well, that, well um, that's what Sybil's for if I get hurt again she can heal me again but I got the guns I'm fine it, I'm, 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 I'm talking more about damage of the mind it, it, perhaps fear, oh. panic, anxiety possibly a little bit of you know, you perhaps personifying your own um, t fears. I, I, that's more what I'm concerned about. But if that's, you haven't even considered it, I've probably made it worse by bringing it up. Yes, you'll be fine. You are a rock. You are one of the strongest women I know. Don't tell Sybil that, because then Sybil is the strongest woman I know. And don't tell Lex that, because Lex is the strongest woman I know. I, You're all the strongest women I know. I absolutely I'm probably saying not. this loud enough that all three of them can <laughs> hear me, but that's that's fine. You're all amazing. I just, I, 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 I look like I'm about to put my hand on Dora's shoulder, and then I kind of hover and, and retract. But I'm like, I just wanted to make sure that this isn't going to bring up uncomfortable memories but you are correct it's not i'm sure it is a friend situation and yes we shall definitely talk through it let's just go find that kid yes i, I think i am perhaps overcompensating i, I apologize 
Oh, it's, it's okay. Let's just, let's just go. And if there's time, we can talk about the smoking thing. You, you, I'm not, you can take it up if you want. I just. No, I, tr- I, I, tr- I, tr- I tried it with Smokey. Yeah, it's not for me. But I'm, ho- I'm just going to hold on to the cigarette just in case because, uh, you know, it's time somebody wants a cigarette and then you can get something out of them by giving them a cigarette. I learned that. I learned that from Smokey too. I'm going to be having some conversations with Smokey. But that's fine. No. <laughs> All right. So is everybody going to get in the truck and head towards the Conseco? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I could use will. a good cup of coffee and a uh, search for a missing child. <laughs> two two right. tastes okay. that go better together. Yeah. Two great tastes that taste great together. Uh, yeah. 100%. Yes. Okay. In the back I go. No, Nemo. You can sit up front this time. I, I can? I feel there's going to be a catch if I accept this. No, no, go ahead, sit down. Uh, okay, I sit in the passenger seat. And then I sit in the truck uh, bed. Oh, so, I didn't uh, think of that. <laughs> oh, well, oh, yes, uh, uh, on recollection as I look in the in the side mirror. Oh, yes, I didn't, didn't consider that. Let's just go. Let's, let's... Cultural differences, what can I say? So you all start driving off to the Conseco Diner. You can definitely tell that at night this is a bit of a spectacle with all of the neon lights. And it's even gotten like written above the sign, uh, World Famous Conseco Diner. Hmm. I've never heard of it before and I've gone all over the world. We have to try it out. And having gone all over the world, I can say for certain that most parts of the world claim that they are worldwide known. Most most small businesses claim they are worldwide known. So I, I am doubting this claim right here. In the parking lot of the Conseco Diner, like there's there's a bit of a crowd. They're talking, they're chatting, but they're they're sort of like organizing, more or less. And you can see into the diner, like there's big windows and stuff. Um, there are also lots of signs uh, that just say elect bacon, and that's B-A-K-E-N. <laughs> And you see outside of the diner, there is a man dressed in like a button up shirt and slacks and he's got his sleeves rolled up like he's a hard worker. But, you know, to the more cynical, you can definitely tell that he's never worked a day in his life. And of course, there there are several uh, police officers and you may notice that there is a kid sitting on. I think they're just they're just called curbs. They're, they're the the cement curb things that stop your car from crashing into a building. Yeah, the yeah mm-hmm. the curb. Yeah. yeah. So there's a kid sitting on one of those curbs, and he's kind of just like throwing rocks from the gravel parking lot, and just like throwing, like as he's waiting, and like he's kind of got his his like head in his hands. Is uh, you could definitely tell he looks sad. How how old is this kid? Look. Maybe eight or nine. Oh, wow. Okay. Little. Yeah. Shall we disembark and perhaps ask around about what's going on? I think, I think we're better. Should we all stick together or should, we do, or should we kind of split up and see what we can find out and then talk together? Uh, I would suggest splitting up, yes. It's, yeah, it's time is important right now. I would suggest splitting up yes. as well. Yes, I, I would agree. Um, I shall speak to the uh, prospective candidate um, for no other reason than they look easily pliable. <laughs> what? what an alar- am- That's an alarming adjective. 
Pliable, yes, <laughs> to emotional manipulation. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, right. pliable, I yes. Thought, okay. Not, you're not, not like Play-Doh. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not, no, 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 I did that once. That, and that was a very <laughs> crazy night. And, and we both had a lot to drink. You know what, you are, I'm not having this conversation. But yes. She's too young, you know, in a few years you can talk to her about all the nonsense you used to get up to in your, your youth, but not right now. That being said, I think I'm going to talk to the sheriff, uh, see if I can get some information about this search process. I don't know if he knows anything, but that kid looks sad. And I feel like maybe I, I might, I mean, I mean, it's probably, if you only talking to the sheriff and the, and the, and the candidate, then probably you'll get all the information, but it just seems like maybe somebody should check on him. And I'm probably the least scary of us. I mean, sometimes I'm scary, but he doesn't know that. What are you talking about? I've practiced blinking like we we talked about. Yeah. I don't just stare anymore. I do, look, see, blink. There we go. You don't have to say blink when you blink, but other than that, perfect. I, I know, it, it helps me though. I, it, I, it gets me into the, the right mindset for it. It's quite an unorthodox thing to, uh, to be doing. But yes, actually, you are quite, you are the least threatening. Yes, I, I agree. I concur with that statement. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll work more on the blink tomorrow, okay? Right. Let's go then. Disembark. Uh, I shall walk in. I shall try to look as respectable as I can. I, I did know how to mosey amongst the politicians back in my younger days. Uh, I'm not sure how Amer- American politics works, but I'm, I'm sure it's not that much different from... Uh, from European politics. Less wigs. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, is there anyone in the way? Is Are they talking to someone? I don't want to just barge in, of course. It's it's crowded and everybody's uh, trying to get things sorted out. There are people who are like actually dining there um, that may or may not be passing through. Uh, but it's it's set up like a normal diner or a, I guess a normal diner for the time. Like there's a bar with bar stools and... The floor pattern is checkered, and the room itself is uh, hot rod red. Wow. As are the seat and the upholstery. Yeah, it it's it's definitely themed. It's very bold. But Timothy Bacon is talking with a few of his constituents. But, uh, I mean, like, there, there are people, like, who are just, like, coming just, like, want to talk to him. Like, he's talking, and he, like, shakes their hand, puts his hand on their arm. You know, real, real... Uh, Reassurance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Hello there, sir. Um, I believe you are the man of the hour, so to speak, the head honcho that I would be directed to speak to. Oh, I don't know about all that. I'm I'm just a simple, uh, simple man trying to find a kid. I'm Timothy Bacon. I I don't think I've seen you around. That's a that's a fancy suit there. I like your jacket. Oh, uh, th- thank you, thank you. It's 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 quite nice. Um, yes, I am a member of the um, fair that has come into town recently. Uh, I you could think of me as a representative of that um, of that institution. Oh, dandy! It's it's nice to meet you. W- what's your name, sir? Uh, yes, nice to meet you. I I shake his hand. Uh, my name is Nemo, uh, and uh, I. Uh, what would your name be, good sir? He he shakes your hand back and he says. Uh, Timothy Bacon. Ah, yes. I, I saw the campaign posters for Bacon. I, I didn't know it was you. I'm quite honored to meet you. Well, aren't those splendid? They they certainly make us look good. Uh, what can I what can I do for you, fine carnival folk? Well, um, 
as 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 we always like to say, it is our duty to bring both fun and 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 laughter to whatever town we uh, uh, approach upon. However, we we cannot do such a thing when such a tragedy has befallen the town, and it would be it would be remiss of us not to offer our aid. So uh, myself and several members of the uh, of the troop, if you will, uh, will be lending our aid if if there's any you know. Um, anything we can do, perhaps join one of the search parties or spread the word around, whatever you need, we can do it. Well, that would be splendid. We're about to head out from the child's house and uh, we're just going to fan out and take it block by block. We've got to make sure that there is no possibility that he is anywhere in town. Oh, um, I, I, I thought just occurred to me. What, what if uh, we, as a much smaller group, uh, have a check around the outskirts of the town. Perhaps the child has wandered off or gotten lost or... Well... Or who knows? Uh, that's a very good idea. Oh, thank you. But we really want to use our resources wisely in this first time, these first few hours, you know? So if you could just stick with, like, the rest of the, the search parties and do this grid-like searching out, like fanning out, uh, that 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 would be the best move. It would be the most opportune. Can I do a little bullshit check on this guy? Cause that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I'm basically coming to him like, "Hey, we are like a complete, a completely entirely free resource to use here," and he's like, "No, no, we need to conserve our resources, even though you're in <laughs> completely new element." Yes. So. Monster of the Week has several predetermined moves uh, that can tell somebody to uh, what to do in a certain situation. There's stuff like protect someone, manipulate someone, read a bad situation, investigate a mystery, help out, act under pressure, uh, and kick some ass, which is one of my favorites. According to the, the rules, uh, any move that it doesn't fall into any of the broad rules uh, is be, uh... act under pressure. Act oh. uh, well, I would like to avoid doing that because I have really bad act under pressure. So uh, Ooh, I'm going to make okay. this argument for act under pressure. Not not because, you know, I'm trying to, to power gain this whatsoever, but you, you only have a few minutes to talk to the senator yes. and it's a very crowded place yes. and there's a lot going on. <laughs> Shit. So I, I think it, it would be an act <laughs> under pressure to, to kind of vibe check. Yep. No, that's absolutely fine. Let's have a look. <laughs> Roll to check vibe. That's a six. No. All right. Um, I'm going to. Why am I? Why am I the one acting under pressure? I have a a minus one cool. Is it, isn't cool am... the one that we're all bad on? I believe so. I'm actually the best. But oh, you're good. Okay. Does anybody have above a flat score? We we probably. We probably should explain what the stats are, just to be quick. So there is... Weird, charm, sharp, tough, and cool. And I am bad in everything but weird and charm, which is why I was hoping I forgot that there's not a, a direct skill for reading somebody's intentions. But I was trying to charm them. Because, yeah, that's fine. That's on me. Yeah, I, I, I get flustered and I'm probably worrying in monster of the week uh you roll 2d6 or two six-sided dice and you're trying to get 
ideally a 10 plus makes sure that you get whatever you're going after. Uh, then you have seven to nine, which is usually a mixed success. And anything that is six and under is a failure. Yeah, and I just failed. Yeah. It's because I have a minus one in cool. So, yeah. So whenever a player fails, the keeper gets to take a hard move. Now that move can be taken at that time or, and in this instance, I'm going to save it and it's going to come up later. Yeah, I figured as much. That is absolutely fine. Um, yeah, so I will take his word for it and just be like, uh, well... You can be suspicious of what he says, how it doesn't make sense, but it's not like you, no, you I, know he's up to anything. It's just like, okay, that's great. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I can't really act on it because then it's just rude. It's like, yeah. he, he. it's just being paranoid. It's just like, well, they have to be lying because I think they're lying. Yeah, that kind of thing. It, it's fine. I've got two, I've got two very talented people doing a better job than me hopefully <laughs> okay talented is not a word i would use to describe sybil but all right uh, it's fine uh so i will bid bid the gentleman farewell and i will exit the diner and head back to the car but i'll just be kind of hanging around outside it. i'm not gonna get in i think what i would do uh is walk into the diner and, you know, I have to do the whole uh, routine where I'm going to sniff the air trying to smell uh, bacon. And uh, I, I walk over to the first uh, officer that I see. Um, and, I, and I say, hey, um, I hear there's a, a missing kid. Um, I know this is a strange question, but... Would you be able to, I don't know, give me some details on where they were, what they were doing when they were missing, uh, when they went missing, and all sorts of other things? So the officer that you go to is, he seems like he's the one who's uh, really helping like direct people and people are going to him to ask questions and stuff. If you read his name tag, you just see it's T. Bacon, B-A-K-E-N, and he's a younger man with uh, kind of brown hair. Definitely not as well-kempt. And, you know, just in case you were looking for the sheriff, he is sitting at one of the tables and he's talking very loudly with some other people and, like, laughing and cutting up uh, while drinking coffee. Hmm. You know, I think I'll avoid the person that's making jokes while there's a child missing and talk to the slightly more serious deputy. Yeah. Probably a good move. So, you, you run into... Tiberius Bacon. He's like, yes, uh, there is a child missing. Uh, he's one of several, actually. We've, we've had some people go missing uh, in the past few days, and we've been, I've been trying to organize a search party, but ever since William Boyd went missing, uh, it's the first time we've ever gotten any real momentum. Hmm. It sounds like there are uh, some hounds that you have uh, searching for things. You know, I, I kind of have a similar ability. Um, do you happen to have anything of the kids that, um, belong to them or anything like that? Why, why would you need something of theirs? Are you going to sniff it? <laughs> I mean, sure. If it makes you more comfortable, the, the, but they just, it's yeah, not you necessary. Yeah. I, I'm going to show up in your diner, this strange woman, and ask to sniff a child's belongings. Well, I don't know. I feel like if you said, hey, I'm a psychic, they would probably go, 
Uh, sure. Yeah. Here, here you go. I guess. Uh, However, you want to play it, Sybil. To be fair, you did just put up a tent magically, so I, I, I think, true. I think it's true. Um. So I'd be like, uh, you know, if if you have anything of the kids, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with psychometry. Uh, or anything like that, like uh, touching something and finding something out. Um, sorry, that's a little too in depth. I'm I'm a psychic. Can you just let me help you? Go ahead and roll to manipulate someone. Technically not a failure. It's a seven. Okay. On a seven and nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for right then to show that you mean it. He he gives you kind of a strange look, and he's like, well. I'm, I'm open to anything, and uh, he turns back around and he's got a uh, a hat in his hand. Uh, what what kind of hat? What color is it? It's it's a pink hat, and it has a uh, mm-hmm. um a rat like patch on it. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Okay. And he pulls the hat out of uh the evidence bag, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna let you see this, but uh, you can only look at it right here." And you have to tell me what you find. Okay. I, I No, I, I completely understand. Like, it's not every day that a stranger walks up and compares themselves to a bloodhound and then is like, give me a hat so I can find a kid. No, I get it. I, I totally understand. So what I end up doing uh, is I'm going to roll weird and then find the specific move because I can't remember it. Um, oh, hot damn. Uh, I got a 12. So you touch this hat and you feel this violent surge within you anytime you use your scrying powers and you feel yourself being pulled from the spot you're at. But to anybody who who would be like looking at this like as if it were on a television show, um, you're standing in one place and everything moves around you and shifts. And it's like you're traveling while you're standing still. And it takes you out to the outskirts of town um, by the carnival uh, where everything is being set up. And time is going backwards and it's, it's turning back from day to night. And William Boyd uh, goes to the maze and you follow and you see the details that were described at the introduction. Uh, you're there with them as they are calling out to their friend, Tobias. And they are lost, and you try to interact, but you, you can't interact. Uh, you can't help this, this poor child. And you see something glowing, this purple flame from behind William. And it reaches out and these green vines wrap around William and pull them to the ground and William hits their head and is knocked unconscious and this creature with the head of a gourd like a pumpkin is dragging William behind them as uh, it pulls them, them further and further into the cornfield. So the child has become... I can't do it, but uh, children of the corn joke insert here. Um, <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, oh, that was corny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. 
Fuck you. Shuck you. Oh, gosh. Sorry, I just wanted to just plant that in right there. Every every time this happens, I threaten to leave. I have yet to do it. But just you wait. Just wait. <laughs> every, t- every time here in our recording of the first episode. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for the arc where you guys go up against the Punisher, who is just a sprite oh, that, no. that does everything with puns. Oh, God. Okay, so you were saying that I saw a pumpkin-headed leaf guy pull a kid into a cornfield. Is that correct? Yes. So William goes into the maze, and while they're inside the maze, this pumpkin creature wraps them up and knocks them out and drags them further into the maze. And am I able to get any information or, like, indications on approximately where... Uh, like what part of the cornfields uh, they were dragged into? No. I'm assuming there's a lot of them. No. Um, it's it's just inside the corn maze. I will kind of shudder and shake uh, briefly as I come back into myself, um, as if I'm settling back into my skin and kind of have to like stretch a little bit. And uh, I look up at Deputy Bacon and I give him uh, some information. I say, uh, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to see anything. I'm, I hate to say it, but all I got was a big static and like a, a banjo noise, and then like something about a maze. I, I wish I could be more helpful, but I'm gonna need you to roll uh, manipulate someone. Yeah, because you you did say like because now he because remember you got a limited success, so now he feels slighted that you've just like like because he will feel like you're fucking with him is the thing yeah mm-hmm. uh, i'm a so, psychic oh i touched that oh i can't see anything like you know so manipulate someone is charm i have a minus one yep. to that and i rolled an eight minus one so seven another mixed success so still limits he gives you this long look and he's like look you you can tell me i'm I want to believe. Just give me some kind of hope. You- All right, Mulder. Mulder? Sorry, it's a it's a guy I used to know. He's a you wouldn't like him. He's a fed. Um, but if you want to believe, if you truly want to believe, just trust me when I say, my friends and I, we can handle this. Don't worry too much. Just keep an eye out on the edge of town um, later tonight. Something will happen. And I nod knowingly, as if I know how this episode will end. Um, the, the best way I could uh, explain this is through terms of the Telltale games. And it's just like this, Officer Bacon will remember that. And he just kind of gives a, gives a short nod. Yeah. And then um, he, he puts the hat back inside the bag and walks off. I, yeah, I kind of want to take, like, step outside of this for a moment. Just, like, look at it from this guy's perspective. <laughs> a woman who's just come up to him, right? You know, a person. It doesn't matter who. And they've said, I'm a psychic. Can you let me use my psychic powers? You've gone, well, yeah, I'll take the risk. It's for finding a lost child. This is important. They give, you give them the hat, right? They do what you presume is their ritual. And then they go, nope, didn't see anything. And then you're like, are you sure? And it's like, no, 
but don't worry, my friends are on it. Oh yeah, bye. He's, you would be a bit. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, he's uh, thinking. Sybil kind of sus. What just happened? Or or just red is sus. <laughs> yeah, basically. In a metaphorical sense. No, no, sus, sure. sus. No, I oh, wouldn't say sus. sus. I thought you said sus. sucks. I'm like, okay. You know, right now, Among <laughs> Us is really big, so this will age well. This boy looks like eight or nine, and he's just still sitting on the curb. Dora's going to first check to make sure that her her army jacket, which is tied around her waist, as usual, is fully covering her gun. <laughs> um, because... Oh, yeah, you take your gun out with you. Why didn't I stop you? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I'm so fucking suspicious. <laughs> I, I, a psychic... Uh, uh, a shotgun and a monster walk into a bar. Uh, that's the joke of this podcast, apparently. No, into a diner. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Into a diner that becomes a bar at night because it's the only place in town. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's actually, it's not the world's best diner. It's only the world's best bar. Yeah. <laughs> hey there, you. I'm not hiding a gun. Uh, I, I was just saying... Hi. Now I think you're hiding a gun. No, <laughs> I wrapped it up. No, I I, I, I arranged I arranged everything carefully, like behind the truck before I approached the kid. So yeah, you know, because I, I genuinely don't want to alarm him. He looks scared. Let's go. Up. Hey, hey there. You doing you doing okay? There's a lot. Um, kind of seems like there's a lot happening, and you you don't look so good. Can I help? He. He looks up at Dora and he says, maybe this, the kid that went missing is, is my friend. And oh. I, I, I told them, you know, what's going on and they're not listening to me. Well, who's, what, who's not listening to you? Well, the grownups, uh, my uncle Tim. Yeah, they do that. Cause I, I told everybody, I told them that, that. We were supposed to go out to the corn maze because we were going to run through it, you know, to get a head start, you know, whenever, uh, when the carnival came in town, because we were going to run through the corn maze and we were going to be the first ones to go through and we were going to win that prize. Oh, it's a good prize. Yeah. We were trying to, to map it out, but I, I got held up at the house. You were going to cheat on the corn maze? Well, I mean, it's not cheating. It's, I mean, we live here, so it's home field advantage. Oh. Maybe not literally, because it's not our field, but it's my Uncle Tim's field. All right, I can I can respect that. If there's one, if there's so I'm I'm with the carnival, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell anybody you were gonna cheat, but I gotta say that's dishonest, but I respect it. That's a good grift. You just yeah. you just shouldn't go telling strangers that. But I'm sorry, that's not the point. Your friend is missing. Well, I wouldn't have told strangers about. Uh, you know, my friend's gone missing, so I figure it's best to be honest in this kind. You're of... right. That's a good. That's a good choice. You're smart. Yeah, well... you're smart kid. But what? So what? Were there other things that happened? What? I'm so, I'm sorry. I know I'm coming up to you and asking all kinds of questions. I'm door. I'm with the carnival. I'm going to try to find your friend. Oh, thank you. Um, my name's Tobias. Uh, you can call me Toby if you want. Which one, which one do you prefer? Well, I like Tobias. Uh, it sounds more grown up. Tobias it is then. I'm Dorothy, but you should only call me Dor. 
door it is then. All right. But now, now you know something about me. So we're even. Yeah. So my friend, uh, they, they went into the corn maze, I, I guess, because I found their hat out there. And um, I didn't see him anywhere. And so I told an adult as soon as, as soon as I couldn't find him. Because um, my, my brother's uh, a, a, the deputy. He doesn't like it when people call him a cop. But he's a cop. And uh, I I thought, you know, we'd be looking through the cornfields. A cab. But, but my Uncle Tim said that he was going to organize this whole search party and that they were going to look all through town. And I kept trying to tell him he's not in town. He's out in the fields. But I finally told Cardinal Courtney. And Who? Cardinal, Cardinal Courtney. Yeah, she, she owns a rock store in town. Um, she sells, like, I don't know. She says they they help Rockstar. with like, yeah. She says like, they're like, like records or like building oh, materials. Uh, like courts. Oh, like the store's oh. called like crystal, yeah. like crystal rocks. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um. Well, she says like with like healing and aligning at energies and stuff. I I don't know if that works or not. Um, I get it because I like I, I go there because I like to look at the rocks and like some of them are really pretty, and that's kind of where she gets most of her money from. She's she's kind of open about that, um, but you know I like going there because she's she's different. Like, and he he kind of stands up and puts his hands in his pockets and he's like, everybody around here is like really they they like the church a lot and I don't know I. They all kind of say the same stuff sometimes, you know, when you ask him and talk to him about problems. And I really like Cardo Courtney because she has different ideas and sometimes she'll just straight up cuss. And I think that's funny. <laughs> it, it is funny, but it can also be very disrespectful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's beside the point. Your friend is missing and you're allowed to cuss about that. Yeah, it it sucks. I'm sorry, but I'm here. I'm here, and my friends are here, and we're going to try to find them for you. That's our that's our job. Our real job is with the, being with the circus. But today, this is our job. This is more important. And we've, I mean, we've helped we've helped figure some mysteries out before. We can figure this one out. I'm sure. Well, but what? But you told so you told you told Cardinal Courtney what really happened. Yeah. And does she believe it? Yeah, she thinks there's something bigger going on. And whenever I ask her what's going on, she just like gives me this this knowing look and she says worry about it when you're older. And I I don't know what that means, but I really get tired of stuff like that. Like like two people are kissing and somebody says get a room and I just want to know why do you people will need a room to kiss in. But then, you know, my brother just gives me a knowing look and says, you'll understand when you're older. And I'm like, I'm like a year older now. And I still don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm getting off topic. <laughs> yeah. Colonel Courtney says that she knows something. She thinks something is up, but like, she doesn't, she doesn't talk about it. Not with me anyways. Well, you, you know what? Sometimes, Sometimes grown-ups will talk about something with other grown-ups that they won't talk about with kids or even even with people my age. 
So maybe I have my my friend my friends are grown ups, and maybe they can talk to her and she'll tell them what she thinks is going on. Because if it's something, if it's something, sometimes mysteries are big. And if it's something bigger going on here, then then we should know that before we try to find, before we try to find your friend. Uh, is there anything I can do to help? Um, well, where do we, f- where is, is Cardinal Courtney here? Is she helping with the search party? No, um, she doesn't, she's not really social like that. How social do you have to be to join a search party for a missing kid? It's, she's very different. That sounds different, huh? But she's, when I talked to her about it, she said that it's not going to make a difference. Because they don't want the kid to be found. And I asked who they were, and she just gave me a look and said, they. Like, I, I don't know who they are, but. Just they. Yeah. In my experience, just they is no good at all. Yeah. Most of the trouble seems to come from just today. All right. but she, So she's not here, but where is she then? Is she at her shop or is she at home, do you think? She's at her shop. It's called Quartz Infinity, but it's spelled C-O-U-R-T instead of, you know, like Q-U-A-R. Oh, like her, like, like her name. I can, yeah. All right. I can respect a good shop name. Yeah. Is there anything? I mean, we'll go, we'll go talk to her. See if we can figure out anything else. But is there anything where if you if you had to take a guess, where do you think your friend is? Because sometimes maybe you just have a hunch and and sometimes hunches are right. He's quiet for a minute and I want you to roll manipulate someone for me. Okay. Um, I, I, have, I, have, I have a I have a move for this. Well, this isn't the intimidation. It's, it's, the, it's the intimidation one. Oh, so, so, no, 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 intimidating the child. No, 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 I, 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 know, I know how I can play this. I, I just have to play a little bit differently than I did just now. So, so what, the, the, what the move is is called fervor. Uh, when you manipulate someone, roll plus tough instead of plus charm. So I'm just, I'm just going to retrofit that, what I just said a little bit, and, and, and tell them I'm going to go in there and I'm going to find them. I've been in some bad situations before, and so are my friends, and we can handle it. You can trust us. There we go. That's tough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say, just, and if I don't find them, I'm going to find you. And he's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I have a very specific... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reach, it's trying it's to... computing skills and administrative skills. <laughs> Well, I just, I, I also like the idea that as you're saying that, like, the, the gun slides ever so slightly out and he goes, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, this, this girl's serious. Yeah, I could just see you, like, oh, like slowly, like, lifting up to where you could see the holstered gun. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I don't think it's in a holster. <laughs> I just shoved it in my back. <laughs> just, just, no, 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 no. Like, we all know that Dor just wears, like, slightly baggy, like, jeans or trousers and just, like slots in and that's yeah. wildly unsafe. I was thinking more like cowboy boots and jeans personally. <laughs> I had a friend who shot I, themselves I that way so I, I highly do not advise. Guns. If you have a gun put it in a holster. Do not put it in your pants. Or just yeah. come to here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not allowed guns. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no pants weapons in general. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Let me roll manipulate someone. Yeah. With tough. Uh, that is a seven plus two. So that's a nine. Okay. So on seven to nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something right now to show them you mean it. If you I, ask I think much, if, if you're showing off that, that, that piece, yeah, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think geez. she. Know, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think. That, I think that's it. But I don't think she knows it's showing. Yeah. So, uh, he sees your gun and he's like, his eyes like grow big and he's like, whoa. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Um, my my uncle like, there's this person who, like, I saw him talking to one time, who came out to his house and, um. Like I was like hiding out in the cornfield and this person like was in a wheelchair and I'd never seen him before, but like, I don't know how to explain it. I think they might have something to do with it. Cause when I asked him about it, he said, don't worry about it. It's, it's just big people stuff. And I asked my dad about it and he said, go ask your mother. And, and I asked my mom about it and she said that I was just imagining things. And I'm just getting really tired of people sending me around to ask people stuff. I can relate to that. This, so this person was in a wheelchair, but was there anything else? Was there anything else you can describe about them? Were they were they were they old or or young or big or small or can you tell their gender or their hair? They were young. Um, they they looked you know uh, maybe maybe a little bit older than you. How old? How, how old do you think I am? Uh, I don't know. Are you like sixteen? Dor looks very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I like I like the idea that it's just like I don't know, like like third. And you're just like you're shaking your head slowly. <laughs> Thirty-six. <laughs> Jeez. 12 at least 20 <laughs> but um they had blonde hair and i i think they were like william i think you know they they didn't really i don't i don't think they were a boy or a girl okay, okay. but the the weird thing was like they didn't have a car and so i don't know how they got to my uncle's house and i don't know how they left yeah, it's kind of, it's hard to get around with that car out of here, huh? Yeah. Maybe some maybe somebody dropped them off. Maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe someone dropped them off and then picked them up again. Maybe. Hmm. Okay, all right. Well, I'll 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 ask Cardinal Courtney about that person too, and maybe maybe they'll sound familiar. So you all have spoken to everybody in the diner, or at least the the three people. Um, and you have, um, you're meeting back up at Doris truck. So, so, so we all found out information. Yes. I definitely found out important information. I, I didn't just get flustered and, and not really ask anything pertinent. <laughs> oh, what did you find out? I have that, that kid. It's his friend that went missing. Okay. Which is which is why why he looks so sad. So I mean, that's understandable. Naturally, of course, yes. Yeah. Um, huh. He thinks the kid got lost in the corn maze, and and the thing is, he tried to tell all the grown ups that, and they're not 
they're not believing him or they just they don't want to they don't want to look there they want to look other places and no one will trust him but but there is somebody there is somebody who said he said does he does trust um there's a lady named named cardinal courtney i am unclear whether that is that is her first name or a title so i think we should probably just call her the whole thing just in case um i forgot to ask about that but she has a store where she sells well, she sells rocks for energy. So, Sybil, maybe maybe you and she, she sounds like maybe kind of right up your alley. So maybe you can make sense of what she's on about. But she might know more. And and also there was a person in a wheelchair that came to talk to, talk to his uncle. And the person seemed kind of mysterious. And the uncle didn't want to tell why they were there. And there was no car. Um, and they were blonde and young. And, um, and I think we should just go talk to this Cardinal Courtney lady about not well not about rocks but we could talk about rocks too while we're there but not for too long because this is i uh door door i i hate to cut you off here but um i believe they are called minerals (laughs) um i have a handful of contacts in the mineral community uh my friend marie is super into them um and she's like She's really upset when you call him rocks. So when we meet Cardinal Courtney, just keep that in mind, okay? Dor, Dor, I think I think you struck a nerve with Sybil. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna let you do all the talking with Cardinal Courtney because she really sounds like she's on your level. Nobody's on my level, Dor. <laughs> Sybil, what did you did you come across any information in your in your talks with the the sheriff, did you speak to the sheriff? Well, I, as you know, talking to people has never been my strong suit. But I did get some information. There's a very strange hat that this kid had. Regardless, um, it was pink. It was ratty. It, it, it's not important. What I did find out was that they were dragged into the cornfield by some pumpkin-headed, purple-flamed monstrosity. Would you happen to know anything about that, Nemo? Are are you accusing me? Is what's what's going oh, no, on? Here? No, There's... no, no, nothing of that. No, nothing like that. I'm just, I, I genuinely. Do you know anything about that? Because you are also a monster. I hate to stereotype. No, it's it's it's, but, it's fair enough. Yeah, it's, no, I know that myriads no, okay. are not all the same uh, or connected, but you it's. Know. It's yeah. quite all right. No, it's that's not. They have I social events. They either. sometimes get together and you know they do the mash. Well, they yes, do the monster yes, mash. Yes, yes. Literally, go fuck yourself, Ray. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I, I, yes. No, I, I went. I went. You know, last year. Actually, speaking of the monster of the monsters ball, um, the, the you know there are pumpkin based you know, um, beings. Uh, they're, they're usually quite cheery, though. I've never heard for them to kidnap small children. That's quite unlike them. Usually they're more about, you know, a little bit of tricks and, and, and dancing and occasionally a bit of, you know, bestowing boons onto crops. They're, they're, it's very rare that, you know, they go around harming people. However, that does give me an idea. Because they are also usually very susceptible to more powerful monsters. So what if... Well, what if a more powerful individual is influencing such spirits? 
What if what we're dealing with is a mite more powerful than we're used to? If we ever get any sort of animation, I want more than anything just the animation of Nemo trying to get out of the truck, like out of that backspace. I'm sure like Nemo got in like facing the back into the truck and like their legs are like all like propped up against his chest and he's just, just I, I just want to see that. Especially because I expect the truck to be like a stick shift. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it just adds an extra line of trouble. Well, you've heard of Bavarian pretzels, but what about Nemo pretzels? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whoever is listening to this, that is a fan art request. That is our very first (laughs) fan art request is Nemo unfolding himself from the (laughs) backseat. Like Slenderman.